I wrote that myself. Did you know that? I like it. I dig it. You like it? All right, sweet. Hello, everyone. If you're listening, awesome. If we're talking to an empty room, even better, because we say stupid things. This is Lance. This is Anything Everything Podcast, where I talk about anything, everything. Today, I'm talking about, oh, sports, not movies anymore. And today, I have a guest. It is... My name is Matt, and I'm a Ryder Drive San Diego fan. Lance, I just want to thank you so much for being on the show today on this historic day. <laughs> Feels like a radio show. There's no you, format. So you just kick your feet up, open up an imaginary beer. You literally you literally <laughs> could not have picked a better day to like have me do this podcast Gosh, this is a horrible day for San Diego fans. It is, it is. And I'm sure we'll, we'll touch on that. But you know, the, uh, the bright thing is, I mean, obviously the NFL still exists. Yes. Life still goes on. Yes, we still have football. We still have playoffs. And there's playoffs. We still have playoffs. You know, there's some great games this week. Let me. Who do you got? Green Bay or Dallas? Oh. Okay. Well, let's get into that in a second because let me just give you. Okay. Here's what we'll do. Let's uh, let's take it back. So we're gonna give our playoff predictions for today. Our playoff. I am. I am two for four. On here, I have the NFC completely unfigured out. Oh, I I think I'm. I think I'm batting a thousand right now. You're batting a thousand. I think I am. Okay. I said, yeah. Wait, let's see. I said Seattle. I gotta look at a playoff bracket. I said, uh, who was the other? Who was the other game? I can't even see. See, this is what happens as soon as you start recording. You, your memory, everything. Oh, Green Bay. I picked Green Bay to win. Of course, I did. Yeah, I picked Green Bay to win. Green Bay. Uh, and then I also picked. uh, I picked the Texans to win. And I also picked the Steelers to win. So, yes, I, I got all the games right. Okay, 1,000%. Well, I rem- see, the, your, your issue, <laughs> you, you put too much stock into the underdogs in the I NFC. I love the underdogs. And honestly, I don't have the I don't have the NFC figured out at all. Like, I just, I was so focused on Denver this year, and they were so not focused on me. Well, I think the, I think the NFC playoffs are going to be way mm. more um, exciting than the, just from a standpoint of, I think the AFC, you're pretty much right now looking at the Patriots as having the easiest road to the Super Bowl, being head and shoulders above okay. everybody else that's left in the playoffs right now. And then in the NFC, to me, it's really a crapshoot. I mean, yeah, anybody can win. I was telling people that, like, you should be really upset Denver's not in in the playoffs, because that just means the Patriots are going to take it, because Patriots have a hard time against us at Denver in the playoffs. So when people were like, yeah, Denver, it's like, come on, guys. Do you think any other team is going to beat the Patriots? Well, dude, I, I always told you, you guys are the Patriots kryptonite. The Patriots are. are, you know, they're thanking their lucky stars. It's the same way that Dallas was watching that Green Bay and Giant game last week, and they were on their hands and knees praying yeah. that the Giants somehow would not find a way to win this game. Because if the Giants <laughs> found a way to win this game, the Giants would have gone into Dallas and beaten Dallas a third time. I doubt that. And just tarnished the entire season. Oh, I have no doubt it would have, would have happened. Completely, it was a complete psychological thing. So it's the same way where the Patriots, when they Maybe. see that you guys are eliminated from the playoffs, they're like, yes. <laughs> it's a psychological relief for them. Yeah, that's true. They breathe a little bit easier. That's okay, maybe, but... I'm telling you, they would go all day. They would go into Arrowhead before going into Denver. They would all day play the Steelers or whoever else you would throw at them, except just don't give them that Denver defense. Okay, I'm just trying to find a playoff picture here. Okay, so starting with the wild card, I had the Steelers beating the Dolphins. That was a no-brainer. Bill Belichick even, like, was started preparing, like, after the first half. And he says after the first half or after the first three quarters, but I think before that game even started, Bill Belichick was preparing for. Well, I think we all. Texans. I think we all knew that Miami was going to be without a starting quarterback. I mean, I wasn't expecting. Yeah, Matt Moore, more interceptions. I will say though, because you know Adam Gase, he's a Denver guy. Though I will, say, he's got a bright future as a head coach. Yeah, I was impressed. I really thought he was going to stink it up. But he, uh, you know, I mean, like I said, you, yeah. you take that because I don't really think that Dolphins team has a whole lot of talent on it. No, got a nice running back, a Jai, a Jai, however you say his name is. He uh-huh. had a nice little breakout year, but uh, in large part, Arian Foster. I didn't think, well, yeah, I mean, he, what, did he retire halfway into the season? But, uh, like I said, you take that team to a 10-6 and six record, you did something right, coaching. Hey, uh, yeah, I was impressed by them. I was, to say the least. Uh, okay, so I had the Steelers beating the Dolphins. I had the Texans beating the Raiders. Their defense is too good, and the Raiders' offense suffered a huge blow with their car, with his injury. Um, <clears throat> so that, they won, and... Which is kind of funny because the Texans' offense is atrocious. 
And the Raiders' offense is fantastic. But the Texans' offense could be decent if they had a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They got a lot of offensive weapons. They got a lot of weapons. I mean, yeah. Lamar Miller's a good running back. <laughs> so it's the quarterback. DeAndre fault. Hopkins is, well, yeah. hey, I mean, you love hearing me say that as a Denver fan. Yeah, um, I don't have any animosity. Or, like, I don't hate Brock. I just, I think the whole thing's funny. But you're relieved. <laughs> you're relieved you don't I'm have him. I'm relieved you don't have him, but I don't I don't really care what happens to him. I mean, well, just, but look at the outlook of that team. They have... Hopkins, they have Will Fuller, Lamar yeah. Miller. They have weapons on offense, so if you brought in a decent quarterback, there's some stuff to work mm-hmm. with there. Yeah. Well, okay, and then the NFC side, I had the Lions beating the Seahawks, which I really thought they could do it. I, I told you from the beginning that was a foolish I pick. just was happy. I was happy the Lions were there. He's a, um, he's a, he's a 12th man. Let me explain. He's a, so the 12th man in Seattle, and then you have a Detroit team. You know I, mean? I think they're like... 0 and 10 or something like that in the wild card round of the playoffs. They've never won a wild card game in the playoffs before. You have a quarterback that notoriously chokes in the biggest moments. <laughs> it was a recipe for disaster. I was okay. Do you not remember the game last year? Lions in Seattle. Lions came in there and I they beat this. They beat the Seahawks. Uh, uh, like maybe not on the scoreboard, but they beat them. And the only thing that stopped them from beating them was when the stupid referee doesn't know the stupid rules. And the stupid Seahawks player, I don't even know who it was, the ball, Cam Chancellor made an awesome play. He punched it out and out of Calvin Johnson. Oh, Calvin Johnson's hand. Yes. I remember this now. And then it was bouncing, and the guy slapped it out of bounds, which is totally against the rules, and they should have had another shot. I vaguely remember yeah, this now. another four shots at it. Or I don't know if, I don't know what the penalty is, but honestly, like I, I, I just had some hope for the Lions to go in there and do something that they, that was, that was... That they were told they would never do, nope. and yeah. you know what the Lions are? They're, they're that was like a they're like the Chiefs of the NFC. You know, mm-hmm. they're kind of that team that's always going to be like a fringe playoff contender, but they won't win a Super Bowl. No. That, that's what I compare them to. There you go. Okay, and then I had the Giants <clears throat> beating the Packers, and the reason why I had because I don't think the Packers are that good either. The I think... Giants were still in Miami partying on that yacht yeah. or whatever. They <laughs> After doing. I saw that, I regretted my pick. I was like, dang it, <laughs> hey, can't they... change it. <laughs> I mean, literally. I mean, tell me, have you ever seen Odell Beckham look that bad? Oh, that was that was horrendous. I, I I'd never seen him play that bad that before. Was I mean, I mean, if it would have just been one drop, you know, I get it. You know, whatever happens yeah. to the best of us. But I mean, there <clears> were <throat> I want to say at least three or four balls that I mean, right in the bread basket that he he cost his team. He did. It was bad. I I thought. <sighs> I don't know. I because the defense was playing really good. They were. They were playing really good in the last couple weeks, and I just didn't think the Packers. I just still don't think the Packers are all that fantastic. Um, I. Ooh, I think the Packers are a scary team, man. Maybe. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers is a. That's. A I don't bad know. They're dude. like the Seahawks to me, though. Like they look good, but they're not. See, here, let me explain to you what they're better went, than Denver. What went wrong for the Giants? Now, first and foremost, I'll never be the guy that you know slams somebody for. I mean, I'm not into the whole thing. Oh, well, you know, they went on the yacht and shame on them. They mm. should have been practicing, whatever. You know, what you do, they had some off time. Whatever, what you do in your off time is your personal business. Again, yeah. I don't have to agree with the decision, but it's your personal choice. It's your personal business to do whatever you want to do with your choices. I think where they went wrong. The message that you, in the NFL, you don't need a whole lot of motivation as it is. Mm. But if I'm a Packer player and I'm looking at you guys are posting shirtless pictures on a yacht, getting drunk or with women doing whatever you're doing, all of a sudden I'm thinking, you know, wow, yeah. it's, it's not like they don't have a playoff game to prepare for. It's not like they seem a like they're taking us really seriously. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm the Packers, what I'm doing is if I look at something that's like, huh, okay, well, we're going to make them sorry. They're not taking us seriously. We're going to yeah. make them sorry. They think this is just a walk in the Do park. Do you think the game would have been the same if – Aaron Rodgers had not nailed that Hail Mary. I think the Hail Mary really turned the momentum of yeah. the game. I think it did because I think you look at I mean the they team were actually, doesn't lose and you, when you you have a successful Hail Hail Mary. They had a total of about <laughs> 6 points until about 2 minutes left in the first half and then yeah. they scored two quick touchdowns. <laughs> it was incredible. Aaron Rodgers, man, I love that guy. Which, by the way, Aaron Rodgers, did you hear what he said? He said he believes every time he throws a Hail Mary now because he's completed 3 of them. He's like, I believe it's going to be a touchdown when I throw it up there. <laughs> It was incredible. And Randall Cobb, of all people, I had him on fantasy, and I got rid of him when he did nothing. I think I gave him to you. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I'm not playing fantasy again, by the way. Um, okay, so then who do we have now? We have the Steelers are playing the Chiefs. The Texans are playing the Patriots. The Seahawks, the Falcons. 
the Packers, the Cowboys. You know, that game in the AFC, the Steelers and the Chiefs, that's a very interesting game right there. It's interesting from Sam. You know, have you ever, let's, have you ever remembered, I'm trying to think, have you ever remembered a time where in like the most crucial moments, like Ben Roethlisberger is not like hurt or there's not coming some kind of <laughs> no. like injury, like shadowing. At least in these latter years. His performance. <laughs> Something's always wrong with him. Am I right? Doesn't he get hurt every year? He's got like matchstick knees now, like. I'm surprised. Like it is. It's always like a, when they have like a good playoff run. Like last year, honestly, had a few things not happen last year, they could have been the Super Bowl. Well, remember he was hurt coming into the game. Yeah. They played against you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, bear in mind. I mean, when I saw him throw heave that first pass of the game against you guys, like yeah. sixty yards. I'm like, he's obviously not hurt that bad. I mean, he can still throw the ball down it's the field. Sore. But, um, but it just seems like this. I mean, man, if I was a Steeler fan, I'd be like, and this guy, like, I'm almost like counting on him <laughs> to like drop when we need him the most i'm yeah. almost like i'm cringing every time he takes a hard hit i'm cringing yeah so um for the steelers and chiefs okay i'm gonna give you my picks my four picks out of these right here i'm obviously picking the patriots and i didn't think i'd be that guy but i just you don't go i don't see a team like the texans going into foxborough and beating them with brady i mean nobody's gonna fault you for that yeah. pick lance even didn't they even they still lost. You know, what the, you know what the spread is on that game right now? The spread's like seventeen points that's, right now. Well, that's silly. This is a playoffs. You never know what's gonna happen. You never know. <laughs> Brock Osweiler is not. Don't do it. He's not going into New England and getting a win. No, he's not. But I'm just saying, seventeen points. Come on, I could see it being ten. Or... I could go forty-one ten Patriots. Forty. You're right. You know they. I could. I could see. Year. I'm just saying. I yeah. could see forty-one twenty. Maybe twenty points. Okay. All right. Maybe that's not so far fetched. Uh, they're not. I don't see them getting a win. Um, okay, so we're there with the Patriots. If it, I will say this: if it was a healthy Raiders team going against the Patriots, I'm picking the Raiders. But anyway, uh, Texans, you can make an argument for that. Yeah, te- I'm going to pick the Patriots for that. Uh, Steelers, Chiefs. I'm picking the Steelers. I think. Yes, I'm picking the Steelers. Steelers in yes. Kansas City. Oh yeah, I'm picking the Steelers. The Holy Arrowhead. Picking you know, you know something about the Holy Arrowhead, Lance. I know. Picking the Steelers. <laughs> um, I just, the Chiefs, um, they're good. I think they're a lot better than than we want to, than at least I want to believe they are. Maybe. You don't think they're that great, do you? The Chiefs? Do you think they're great or do you think they're... No, I, I, like I said, I, I, I have respect for the, for the head coach. Um, and I think he's a good head coach. And I think he's a guy that maximizes the talent that he has and what he has yeah. to work with on a roster. But I think they're, I think they're, a, I guess the best way I could describe them, I think they're a good team, not a great team. Yeah. That's, that's about right. I think the Steelers... And the Steelers, let's not forget, put a whomping on the Chiefs. I think a lot's changed, though, since yes. then. I mean, you can't really... You can't put a whole lot of saying, stock into that. I'm just saying, like... And this game will be in Kansas City. Yeah. In Kansas City. So... It, I'm picking the Steelers because they're a better playoff team and because the Chiefs are not a playoff team, at least not in recent years. They got their first playoff win last year. And what was it? How many years was it? Like twenty something. Twenty some years, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, so, would have been Marty. I think Marty Schottenheimer would in a playoff game. That's how long it had been. <laughs> so I just I don't see the Chiefs doing it. Maybe though. I don't know. That's I'll, go, I'll go with you on that. I say I say Steelers, Steelers seventeen fourteen. Not that I want that. I would rather lower. have a Chiefs and Texans AFC Championship game. Oh, that would be glorious. That'd be great. <laughs> um, One but of those teams are going to the Super Bowl. That would be so cool. <laughs> Uh, and it sucks for me to say that as like a Bronco fan, and I hate the Chiefs. Except I think you, I hate the you, Chiefs. You more know, than you know, if the Texans got to the Super Bowl, Brock would be throwing that in all your guys' face. Oh yeah, he would. But we'd know it wasn't by his accord. Because unless just, unless you went out throwing like four hundred yards, like I mean, correct, four correct me if I'm wrong, because you obviously, I mean, rooted for him, followed him longer than I. But I mean, he just he kind of seems like he's that kind of guy. He's, no, no, actually, he's not. He's not. He's not at all. I mean, again, from from a very far distance. No, he he definitely. You could the whole like contract. Toboggle or whatever it was so was so personal to him. I feel like, but like he kept a cool, straight face about the whole thing. He wrote a nice little tweet, like nice little Instagram, or he wrote like a little note and then posted it on Instagram and all these Twitter and he like, had to take the money. Denver. I mean, yeah, I would take the money. There's anybody, no doubt. But <clears throat> but he's a very straight edge guy. He can give an interview like no one I've ever seen before. But he's just he's not. He's mediocre. As a quarterback, did you check, see? Did you see that little t- tidbit that he gave him after he won the uh, the playoff game? That he said he, he he chalked it up to what he learned from Peyton. Yeah, I'm telling you, he doesn't hate him. Pey- yeah. Peyton turned. Peyton taught him apparently how to learn from adversity. <laughs> um, okay, so then the other games we have, I the Seattle Seattle Seahawks and the Falcons. I'm picking the Falcons. That offense is really good. 
Fox. Matty Ice is awesome on fire. Um, and they would have beat him last time in freaking in uh, Seattle, Emerald City. <laughs> Emerald City. <laughs> That's the first thing I could imagine. Uh, they would have beat Seattle had it not been for a botched call. Um, I yeah, I just think I just don't think again. I don't think I think Seattle is very like they're yeah they're good. They're better than my team. I think. I don't know. Maybe. I think this is where you go wrong, Lance. I don't know. We're go- I'm go- I'm I have going- no idea. I'm going the upset here. I'm going with Seattle. And the reason being Ooh. is, you know, Pete-, Pete Carroll is a big-time coach. Big-time coach. Always shows up in a big-time game. Russell Wilson is a big-time That's my player. Pete Carroll impression. <laughs> and if you look historically, Matt Ryan and the Falcons, they choke in the playoffs. Maybe real. Yeah. I'm remembering that game against San Francisco against Jim But Harbaugh. what game was that in? They choked in the... They choked but what in game the, was that in? The NFC Championship. Okay, so they had to win one game to get there. And who'd game, they beat? They won one game to get and there. And who'd they beat? Seattle in a great game. <laughs> that was a great game, now that I remember it. Yep. But, uh, Seattle almost beat them. But I just, I think... I think you have a better Falcons team, and you have a better Seahawks. And look at that worse Seahawks team. You know, you know this defense yeah. always beats offense in the playoffs. Always, yeah, always. Oh, come not on, that year. From a Bronco fan, come not, on. No, I'm just you, saying, you know not that better that year. than anyone else. Not, not the year that. Yeah, I do. Not the year the Falcons beat the Seahawks. Defense always wins championships. There's not a more true phrase in the NFL. Defense, okay, so then why are we picking? Games, why are we picking against the Texans? Because the Texans have the best defense in football right now. No. No, look it up, bro. Not, look it up. I would take Seattle's defense over the Texans' defense. Maybe no I would take Denver out of both those. Well, right. But, I'm not arguing with that. Yeah, but I'm but, saying in a big game right now, who do you want? I'm just saying, if like, you need a stand in the fourth quarter with a minute defense, left, there. If we're talking about defense, the Houston Texans are playing the best <laughs> defensive football. Let me look that up. I'm going to fact check myself. That, cause. but we both know that. I mean, you have to, you have to have something going on offense. <laughs> Did you not see Denver's offense last year? I mean, you did enough, obviously, to win. <laughs> it was not a lot. You could run the football. Um, let's see. Hold on a second. I'm telling you. So I'm going. I'm going Seattle. Okay. And I'm going to take Seattle twenty-seven twenty. And then I'm going to yeah. I'm going to say Russell Wilson passes for a couple touchdowns. I think they'll run the football pretty dominantly. But like I said, I think the uh, the Legion of Boom. They're gonna ground Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, all those guys. They're gonna pass defense is gonna rise up. Do you know the Saints led in total offense? Well, it is, I mean, didn't Drew Brees throw for like five thousand yards? Defense. Guess who was number one? The Houston Texans. Houston Texans are they number one? They were the number one defense of of this last season. Who's number two? Cardinals. Wow. Guess who's number three? Vikings. Vikings. Where are your Broncos at? Number four. four. Number four. Yeah. It's kind and of that latter half of the season just completely killed <laughs> We were doing good. We were ranked. Oh, nice. C- C- oh, hey, C- we, C- we were C- first in passing, obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, but that's. I mean, everybody knows they don't throw on your guys. We had, we had a horrible run defense this year. Anyway, um, I'm just saying, if we're like that, yeah, that defense has been championships, but it has to be a championship caliber defense at the same time. Right. Like the Seahawks when they killed Denver. Seahawks last are year's championship caliber defense. The Steelers a couple years ago. Or, right. Yeah. Or even the Giants when they defeated the Patriots multiple times. Um, I would say, I don't know. I'm just, my whole thing is I just watching Seattle throughout the year and they really struggled in their own division and their division is lousy. Lousy, lousy, and they have a horrible kicker. So if this game's going to be close and it has to come down the kicker, I am not putting any money on their kicker. Lousy kicker? You kidding? Hauschka? Dude, Seattle's kicker. Seattle's kicker missed two. Is one of the better kickers in the league. Oh, dude, he missed an extra point. (laughs) This is your personal vendetta. You're still living in forty-three to eight world, Lance. I literally don't even remember that. You still remember the score? (laughs) You still? I don't know what you're talking about. Forty-three to eight. No, look at their kick. The reason why they have a tie is because of their kicker. I'm pretty sure a few of their losses came from their kicker. I'll take. And you don't believe that? I'll take. I know you don't believe one player ruining the game. I never believe one player ruins the game. You win as a team, you lose as a team. I believe. Raheem Moore lost, uh, lost, totally lost Denver Broncos their game against, against the Ravens. Against the Ravens. Games. So just saying, you have prevent defense, and you couldn't freaking keep the guys in front of you. And you know to think that had Peyton Manning not come back and won a Super Bowl with you guys last year, that game would have probably defined Which his stint with you. You're guys. right. I remember you told me that. <laughs> it would have. So Peyton Manning was totally 
let yeah. off the hook. Okay. Otherwise, the only memory you guys would have had of Peyton Manning was walking off in a very frigid, cold evening in Denver with a big jacket over And a big himself, red mark on his big forehead. Big red mark on his head, just walking <laughs> off the field after, what was it, God, three overtimes? Two overtimes? Uh, two overtimes, I it think. It was bad. Um... Have you ever watched a longer game? That's probably like the longest game I've ever I wanted watched. to vomit the whole game. That game was honestly the worst thing I've ever sat through. And I sat through the Super Bowl. That was worse than the Super Bowl. It was worse. The Super Bowl was like, you, you knew you lost after the second touchdown. After well, the, maybe, after right, the safety, maybe and then and then, then when they scored, like, second play off of that, I so was it's like, like next game You know, over. dying quickly or just getting yeah, it Yeah, you're like, okay, to, you know, here's, a, it here's out. the thing. I will never know as a Bronco fan what it's like, uh, ha- oh, maybe in the future, but I, I, I have no idea what it's like to be in a close Super Bowl and lose it barely. <laughs> we always lose it, but in the first couple plays of the game, the game's over. And they just keep scoring, and you're just like, oh yeah, let's just. Which I guess in a way that's the way to go, right? I mean, <laughs> Honestly, I'd hate to ha- I'd hate to go out on an interception when you had peace mode. Yeah, that is true. On the one yard line. That is, and the Patriots. I was watching that again. I was watching that on YouTube. That has to be seriously. I, in my opinion, that has to be the best Super Bowl play in Super Bowl history. Well, if you watch the inter, I mean, incredible. Just- the way he literally he went for broke and he anticipated the route. So if he would have anticipated any other route, that would have been a touchdown. He literally or an incompletion, and then he got a second goal. No, second no, no. Like he, like he sold out. Like he was like, you know, I am so confident it's going to be this route that I'm just going to jump it pre snap. And they ran the exact same play that he anticipated. It was brilliant. Oh, it was so bad. Like everything surrounding that whole two, like Malcolm Butler is a nobody. Like no one knows who this guy is. He now, I mean, he's pretty nice. Well, yeah, now. yeah, he's yeah, he's gotten some recognition now. But I mean, just saying, like at that point, he was he was not a starter. He came in on like dime packages, and he came in. They pulled out a linebacker, and they, you see like the mic'd up, and they're like, "Malcolm, go!" Like because he almost wasn't out there for that right. play. Right. Right. And, and remember, he's the same guy, actually, that he gave up the big play. Remember the Seahawks guy? I forget. I think it was Curse. He was, like, bobbling it in the air, and then the ball happened, like, He defended it really leg. well. He defended it, it really yeah. well. But that's what people would have remembered him for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's incredible. He made a great defensive play. He incredible. redeemed himself. One of the best Super Bowl plays in history. Anyway, so I'm picking the Falcons. And out of the last two games of this round, of the divisional round, I'm oh, picking good. I'm picking the Cowboys. Picking the Cowboys. The Cowboys. I, I'll tell you this. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you this later. Uh, I'm picking the Cowboys. I just think, I think Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott are not going to let the pressure get to them. I think they're having a lot of fun, and I think they're going to continue having fun. I might be, I might sound like Skip Bayless here, but I, I just, I think I like Dallas a lot. Their offensive line is so good, and their defense is actually playing pretty decent. Like they're not atrocious, you know, behind a. They're not like Denver's defense with that number one offense, like where you had to rely on the offense entirely. Like they're they keep they keep games within the reach for the offense for the most part, and I'm impressed with them. So ah, uh, pretty well balanced. Now let me let me let me ask you: is, is there a player in the NFL who has more unfair pressure on him than Dak Prescott? Prescott. Is it Prescott? Prescott. Prescott. Yeah. Everybody says Prescott. I I've only heard Prescott. 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 Isn't there a city? There's a city in Arizona. It's Prescott, isn't it? People call it Prescott. I know Phoenix and Flagstaff. We're fine. Dak Prescott. Prescott. Yes. Anyway, uh, is there anyone who has more pressure? More pressure on him. Unfair. Unfair. Because you know it's unfair. I wouldn't call it unfair, but I don't. I would say, yeah, he has the most pressure on him. But he just seems like a real chill guy. Like it really doesn't seem like it's phasing him at all. Here's what I see as if if I'm Dak Prescott. There's the, it's really a no-win situation because if I go into this game, let's say, for example, I lose to Green Bay, everybody's going to be like, huh, you had Tony Romo on the bench. You know? Here's the thing. The plays- Would Romo have done better? We'll never know. If, if the and game's then, getting out of hand. If he comes, okay. if, let's say, if the game's getting out of hand and you bring Romo in yeah. and Romo loses the game and Dak is on your bench, everybody's going to question and say... Well, why was Dak on your bench? So I just, it's a yeah. no-win situation, and I personally, my personal thought, like just every because I've been following it's the Cowboys so a little bit, they, it really it seems to me almost like Jerry Jones, like he kind of wants to sabotage his team, and he <laughs> wants to find a way to win the Super Bowl with Romo as the guy. Though. I have this theory, not Dak. I have this theory that if if okay, so I told my friend this, and this is a very far-fetched theory. Jerry Jones is actually a Philadelphia Eagles fan. 
Interesting. And he's doing everything in his power <laughs> to, to, but he's he, here's the thing. He's he's like fooling everyone, thinking that he really cares about the cowboys, but in actuality, he's sabotaging them. <laughs> but why Philadelphia? Why the Eagles? That's only going to make sense to one of my friends, and I'm going to tell him to listen to this podcast, and he will laugh thinking about that because that was that's a joke we had one time because. Mm-hmm. It was back when Cowboys weren't really doing much, and he's a huge Cowboys fan. And I was like, what if Jerry Jones, and we created this whole theory, like, what if he's actually a Philadelphia Eagles fan? And, like, in, a, in like 10, 10 more years or so, he's just going to, like, pull off the mask and be like, ha <laughs> <laughs> And then the Cowboys are, like, done, like, just completely done forever. <laughs> he screws them up so bad that they're just done. Yeah, so back to my back to anyway, my pick sorry. for this game. <laughs> I'm going to I'm actually going to take the Packers. Okay. Wow. The reason being, I think the Cowboys. I think Cowboys notoriously big game losers. I still remember, you know, remember that year that they, the last year they had the one seed. The last time they had the one seed back in 2008. Yeah. They, that was the year the Giants came in and beat them, and Giants mm, went on and won the Super Bowl. Nope. Yep. Or that wait. Was, that was I, the, remember that was the year T.O. They had Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens oh, was crying and saying, he's like, that's my quarterback, yeah, man. Right. Don't mess no, with Romo. I was talking about That's the last Prescott. time they had a number one seed. So they have the number one seed no, again. No, didn't they have it two years ago? No. They were yeah. not a one seed. They were 12-4. and four. But not a one seed. They were never a one seed. So I think Green Bay. Green Bay, you know what Green Bay kind of reminds me of? It's kind of almost picturesque of... 2010 which 2010 just kind of conveniently was the last year they won the super bowl yeah but if you remember 2010 when green bay won it all green bay was not very good during the regular season Mm -hmm. but they caught fire and if you remember that playoff run i mean that was probably the most clutch playoff run that i've ever seen in terms of aaron Rodgers won three road playoff games went into philadelphia and beat an andy reed team in philadelphia then went into Atlanta and destroyed an Atlanta team that everybody said was supposed to be the best. And then he goes into Chicago for laughs and giggles, and your boy Jay Cutler sitting on the <laughs> sidelines hurt. Yeah. And he beats him in the NFC Championship game, goes to the Super Bowl, and he takes down the mighty big bad Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, that was a fun year. Um... So I'm taking the Packers this year because I think I think Aaron Rodgers is hitting his stride. I think that offense is dynamic, and I think Packers probably win that game. I'll say thirty to twenty-seven. This is essentially a rematch. Yeah, they've already played this year. I think. No, from two years ago. Oh, from two years ago, right, right, two years ago. But that was when the Packers were the higher seed. That was a home game for the Packers. No, are you sure? Yes, it was in I Green Bay. Remember <laughs> that was the that was the catch that never was. You remember Dez fumbling the balls, lunging for the goal yeah, line. Dez dropped it. Trying to. It was in Green Bay. It was in Green Bay. So I'm taking. What was what was Green Bay's record that year? Uh, they were good enough for. Uh, they had a two seed because that was the year that that was the year that Green Bay lost to Seattle, and then that was remember when the the guy he dropped the onside kick. Seattle kicked the onside kick like right into that that one dude's bread basket, and then he just dropped it. Yeah. That was that same year. That was when you Seattle would, was you number say, one. Seattle was number one, and Carolina was number two. And Dallas was still twelve and four, but they had the third seat. What what the heck was Green Bay? Green Bay was number four. But then why was the game in Green Bay? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you're. Are you sure? Gosh, dang it! That game was at Lambeau <laughs> Field. I remember because it was cold. Uh, and obviously, Dallas plays in a dome. Dude, why am I having a hard time with this? Okay. Packers. Let's not. Packers versus Cowboys. I'll solve this for you. <laughs> Divisional round. Ugh. It's 2014. Yeah, see, here we go. I'm going to find it right here. Des dropped it. You're right. I. It was in Green Bay. I was looking at the. I don't know. Whatever. The point is, is you, you, they. I think it's a rematch. I, it's a rematch. They're going to Dallas this time, and Dallas is, is not is have not having none of that. All right. No, you know, I, I really hope for that's, Dak. that. That's, it I, could go either way. This Dak for having such a you know being so early. He in still his got career. Romo though. 
he's having it. This is almost a, I almost feel like this is like a career defining. Like this could be, you know, the difference of like, you know, if his career really takes off or like it really goes down from here. How cool would would it be if a rookie quarterback won a Super Bowl? It'd be great. And I think Dak is the perfect guy for it. I like it. Anyway. So, yeah. So. And then we're going to. Oh, we already talked. So then now we're doing the championship game. So then we have the Patriots versus the Steelers in our picks. That's right. So we both agreed on that. And then the. And then for me, I have the. Are we agreeing that the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl? I Yeah, the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. so They're just too good, man. I The AFC is predictable. Yeah, they just. They have an easy. They just have. I think the Steelers have it's the best up, shot but... of knocking them off. If anybody does, but even does. then, I just I don't see them but doing it. Going into New England, that's going to be a very very mm, tall order. Very very tall order. I think the Patriots are a better playoff team and a better team altogether. So better coach. Just got to make sure those footballs yeah. are inflated this time <laughs> yeah. around. Oh God. Um, <laughs> so then, in the other side, I have the Cowboys playing the Falcons, which I love that because Cowboys and Falcons. Oh come on, man! Just two different teams. One of them's going to the Super Bowl. Awesome. In fact, or Cowboys haven't been there in twenty years, twenty plus years. I'm all for it. And Cowboy- here's Patriots. Let me Super just Bowl give you the spoiler. Be, there'd be a lot of there'd be a lot of a uh, lot of press for that. Ew, it's very so so very many people popular. hate the Cowboys and the Patriots. Very here's popular the thing. Super Bowl. My late grandfather, he died last year, or I guess two years ago now. Two years. Is it two years? No, he was 2015. At, he was at your wedding. Yeah. He died a couple. He died a month after that. A month after that. Yeah. He was a big time Cowboys fan. And we'd watch two games every Sunday at his house: the Broncos and the Cowboys. And sometimes they play, so they play, and he'd jump back and forth. But I'd watch the Cowboys a lot growing up because that was his team. So I'm gonna pick the Cowboys to go all the way and win it this year. I am standing behind them. I so the Cowboys are like your second team then? Not no, not no. really. No. <laughs> I would, if I were to have a second team, I'd probably consider it the Ravens. Ravens. I like the Ravens a lot. Back, at least I don't know. Back in the day, I did. Maybe not. So they I did you dirty as a Bronco fan. <sighs> yeah, but that was more our fault. <laughs> I couldn't be mad at that. I still feel like Joe Flacco made it. Anyway, you know, made I think a the Cowboys beat the of. Falcons in my bracket, and then I think they go on to beat the Patriots. So I guess in my bracket, I would have Seattle at Gr- Seattle at Seattle at. Wait, no. What, what seat is Green Green Bay? Is a no fourth seed. So it'd be it'd be Packers at Seattle. No, it'd be Seattle at Packers because Seattle's no Seattle's a third seed. Oh, Seattle's a third seed. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Seattle's yeah. So it'd be Green Bay at Seattle. So another rematch. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Packers. Like I said, I'm on the Aaron Rodgers train okay. right now. All right, so I like it. I think Aaron Rodgers. You know, and I'm gonna pick Aaron Rodgers to win the Super Bowl. There you go. There we go. Okay, that's, that's so the got, Super Bowl. You got pa- I let it out of the bag you, early. Okay, you're gonna give go an MVP. Yes. Who's your MVP for the Super Bowl? Aaron Rodgers for the Super Bowl. For the Super Bowl. Okay. He's going I mean, if the, if I'm picking the Packers to win, I don't see how anybody else could be the MVP. I think he has to yeah, be the MVP true. if they're going to win. Randall Cobb. Comes Again, it comes out of nowhere. I think if any of the receivers have a big game, it's obviously a direct result of the quarterback. So by default, no, like Randall Cobb's running touchdowns back and yeah, okay, <laughs> running that, I was waiting no, for that to happen I'm just all kidding. year. <laughs> um, I think okay, if I'm going to pick an MVP, I'm going to say Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel, Elliott. I think he he goes in and he breaks Terrell Davis's record of four touchdowns in a game. Now, since since we both since we both <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen actually. Hold on. That the Patriots. I'm gonna, I still I'm still going to say I'm going to say Ezekiel Elliott would be the MVP. Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Rookie MVP. That'd be pretty cool. That would be absolutely incredible. And I like him. I like him all. So I think I think Ezekiel is Sue a good player. Yeah, I think I think he's, you know, I think the Cowboys, you know, going back on it that draft, you know, they were so torn between whether to take a defensive player or just kind of try to hope to hit a home run with Ezekiel Elliott. And I think Ezekiel Elliott was a guy that it was higher risk for sure. But if Ezekiel Elliott lives up to the hype, which yeah. so far he is, like that's a player obviously you build around. So he's kind of a once in a generation talent, if you will. So you take the once in a generation guy. But going back to my question about the Patriots, since I see that we both picked the Patriots to be in the Super Bowl. Yes. Let me ask you, if Gronk can make it back to the no. Super Bowl, does that make a difference at no. all? No. No. Nope. And what's the reason? Because he won't be 100% if he makes it back. Okay. And he's been, and I had him on fantasy. I watched him very closely from game after game. And he was a beast when he was healthy. Uh, Partially. Yeah, for like a couple he, games. He didn't have Brady for the first four games. He, he didn't play for the first four games. He didn't play for the first, like, ten games. I don't know what it was, but it was a lot, and he I was getting Brady. upset. I'm just saying, like, he was, yeah, he was good. He 
he was good. Like when he came back for the Browns, like you know when they were all back for that. I think he was back for the Browns. I think that was his first game actually. Uh, I think he, oh yeah. no, that was Brady's first game. No, Martellus Bennett did way better. Or was it Marte? Marte? I don't even see. I, I think just having the presence of Gronk is going to be a boost to the Patriots, and the, and the reason being is is that Gronk is such a presence that anytime he's on the field, naturally he's going to attract attention. So that's going to even if he's not healthy and they just use him as a decoy, it's going to open things up for Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, yeah. and Chris Hogan, and all the other guys. You know. How did Derrick Henry do this year? Sorry, random question. Derrick Henry, the uh, Alabama kid. Yeah, he did all right. I think he's got potential. I think he's a uh, Alabama running back. He, um, I think it kind of sucks that he's playing behind Demarco Murray because Demarco Murray, yeah, had like a renaissance. You know, interesting. I actually I read a story because we were talking about Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, I read a story where Jerry Jones in the off season it said he was about. 80% close to a deal to get done with Philadelphia before Philadelphia struck a deal with Tennessee to trade DeMarco Murray there uh-huh. to bring DeMarco Murray back. Huh. And so he was torn between... I'm glad he didn't do it. He wanted to draft Ezekiel Elliott. He's like, do I take the running back in the draft? He's like, or do I take what I know is a proven fact that works in my system yeah. and take DeMarco Murray? And I think I can see how that would have so been good. a very tough call because even DeMarco Murray had a very good year. Yeah. But he made the right decision. Dude, Ezekiel Elliott ran the, for 2,000 yards behind that. Not run. only in the short term, but in the long term as well. We both, Ezekiel Elliott's got at least four or five more seasons on DeMarco Murray that he can play. Jordan Howard. Do you know who that is? Chicago Bears. Yes. Back. Do you know what round he was taken in? That I wouldn't. I'd I think it was the late. fifth round. I'd probably, I was going to say fifth or sixth. Unbelievable. He had 1,300 yards. It's good that player. is incredible. It's a good player. Against, like, I mean, like, with what, like... Up in you know, Chicago? Matt, Matt Barkley actually looked oh, better than uh, Jay Cutler. <laughs> Jeez Louise. That was the best I've ever seen Matt Barkley look. Yeah. So, yeah, there's your picks for you. Okay, do you have any... Who do you think is going to be the MVP of the NFL this year? MVP of the NFL. I'm you picking know, Derek Carr. I'm going to pick Matt Ryan. Okay. That was my second choice. That's the NFL MVP. I'm only picking Derek Carr because I'm just you really saw looking. what happened to the Raiders afterwards, and right. I think they'll take that... I just the the and NFL MVP. I mean, whether people say it or not, it's very much a team award. Too, it is because I you know it's not it's so still much an award. based off the individual performance. Because how many times do you say, for example, there's a ton of great individual players. JJ Watt got it that are not. I think he got a defensive MVP. No, he got the MVP. He, was oh, he got the, the real MVP. Only defensive player ever to get the MVP. Oh, I thought he got just. A and that was very fair because he had a monster year that year. So I, I I personally think the MVP should just be based solely off of as selfish as it, just off of individual statistics. It yeah. shouldn't factor in that you know I'm going to get the MVP over you because my yeah. team won two playoff games and your team was five and eleven, but you had better numbers than I did. Yeah, and we're both wide receivers. You usually, know what I mean? Usually, does come down to the best statistical, but like it's not fair to like compare statistically like. A defensive, like a defensive end to a quarterback, because a quarterback is just going to look prettier and nicer on paper. Because how are we def- defining the most valuable yeah. player? Are we d- defining that as just the best player on the field statistically, or when we saying valuable, we mean like valuable to your team? I would say the most valuable to, like, I would say out of all the team members, okay, out of all the thirty-two teams, if you took one player from each of those teams, like they're not, they're the best player or whatever from each of those teams, mm-hmm. how would that affect that team? Would, who would be the worst? And I think you saw what happened with the Oakland Raiders when they took away Derek Carr and just the season that he was having. And when you take him away, that team completely was not even close to the same. Yeah, no, I, I mean, by that, so, by that standard, it would be hard to go against him. Yeah. So I, it's that, well, at least that's what I think of. Uh, I mean, you saw the Patriots are winning without Brady because they got a great coach. They... Just, you know. Brady, I won't give it to Brady just because Brady missed the first four games. You could say Aaron Rodgers because he was a monster this year. I could see Aaron Rodgers winning because the press and the media. Like, Aaron Rodgers yeah. is kind of like the sexy pick. You know what I if mean? He does, if he does, when did, when did they announce all that? I think it's after the Super Bowl. Is it after? Like, here's the, if it's after and like he, if does, he runs the really table well, and wins the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, they're going to give it to him, no doubt. It'd be hard, yeah, not yeah. to give it to him. But I would say, I don't know. Yeah, if you take away, if you take away, I don't know. The only you can only say it with Derek Carr because you saw it actually happen. They took him away, and he just completely that team folded. So right. that's my pick. Anyway, that's your pick. Um. So yeah, 
All right. So that is our picks. I am picking Dallas, ride or die. <laughs> so let's talk. Uh, let's talk some Broncos football. Broncos. Because you know I don't get to you know. I've already I've talked enough San Diego football for a little. Obviously, we'll end. Well, ask me a few questions. But uh, Broncos wise, so first of all, let's start at the head coach. How do you feel about you know? I like him, Mr. Joseph. I and like the, him. The reason why? Because everyone else is freaking out. <laughs> That's really it. I don't know a lot about him other than what you know. You you just read things on him, like what other players and what other coaches and people he's worked with, like Marvin Lewis or even Bill Belichick came out and said, yeah, when we were looking for coaching. When we had coaching vacancies and they were looking at him, you know, they, they like, Bill Belichick thinks he's very, very smart. Uh, all the players saying, like, he just he demands a lot out of you. He's just, he's very, he's a player's coach, uh, which is good, has good relational, which is what you want in a head coach. Because the head coach isn't necessarily all play calling. Um, Adam Gay said he was an awesome leader. Just, I mean, you, these are the only things you can really see from, from, from him and, and, I mean, he helmed when St. Louis, or not St. Louis, Cincinnati was having their really good year, two year, not this year, but last year. He was the secondary coach, I believe. Um, I, I believe he was with the Broncos in the past, too. I don't, gosh, dude, I don't really remember. I I just, I like I said, the, the reason why I'm okay with it and why I haven't really looked much more into it is because the entire fan base is losing their mind. And when they lose their mind, that's a good sign because they usually lose their mind over the dumbest things. They like when we got when we traded Tebow, there was mass hysteria. I remember people were freaking out. They could not believe it. They're like, "We should have kept Tebow. We should have kept him behind Peyton Manning." Yada 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 yada. And they were so upset. And that turned out to be a really good move because where is Tim Tebow today in the NFL? Oh, that's right. He's playing baseball now. <laughs> yep. There you go. And now you look at hold on, and then you look at. Um, and then you look at when they fired John Fox, or even when they hired John Fox, he was coming off of a two and eight season, or no, sorry, not a two and eight, a two and fourteen season, in, from Carolina. People were a little confused by that, and I don't remember like the reaction, but I remember there it was mixed feelings. And then when we got rid of him and hired Kubiak, people were really not okay with Kubiak because they're like, well, we have Peyton Manning. I don't understand. Kubiak has this run for system. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And it ended up working out. Like, just things happen all the time. And people, I'll tell you this much. Wade Phillips, he was not wanted at all. Okay, until Denver picked him up. He was on his couch not doing anything. Everybody knew he was a good defensive coordinator, though. But he was no one. No team wanted him, and all of a sudden, everyone needs him. We need him. We can't lose him. We can't lose him. It's like you didn't care about him two years ago when he didn't have a job, and we didn't. We needed a defensive coordinator, like when Jack Del Rio's freaking defense was atrocious. You know, hey Jack, but Jack Del Rio's making big things happen in Oakland. Well, that's irrelevant. When he was in Denver, it was atrocious. <laughs> but no one was saying. Guys, Wade Phillips doesn't have a job. He was atrocious <laughs> enough to get a head head coaching job in Oakland. Well, okay, whatever. He, so when that his when his defense okay when when we were having issues and we needed and we he was done with his contract and we and he, his contract was up, and he went elsewhere or we, when our defense was not playing well, no one was being like Wade Phillips. He's not he's he's nowhere right now. Like no one cared about Wade Phillips. Now all of a sudden we need him. So my whole point is the fan reaction. We act like we know what we want, and the fact that everyone is like questioning John Elway's decision. Like, John Elway, like, this was Vance Joseph's job to lose. So, John Elway has a lot of confidence in him. Much more than anyone else, really, any other fan or anything. And then you got to remember the other thing. Like I said, John Elway loves the Broncos. He loves them more than I would say I love the Broncos, okay? He played for them, and he won two Super Bowls with them. Three, one as a GM, so he won three Super Bowls with them, okay? He loves the Broncos, I would say, more than the average fan base, and he loves winning Super Bowls because he had lost so many and he had fought so long to get them and he knows what it's like to keep winning them, okay? He he wants to win championships. Do you really think he's going to make a mediocre decision here? If this guy really, we need a new head coach because Gary Kubiak came out of nowhere and said, okay, I'm done, health issues, which was apparently a surprise. There's, there's rumors saying that John was like, maybe you should just say, you know, that 
you need to quit for health reasons or something like that. I don't know. Let people actually say that, like maybe behind the scenes. John well, were you? How did that. you? When when Gary came back and said he's not going to coach anymore, were you relieved? Were you sad? Were you? Uh I like Gary as a coach, as a head coach. I don't like his offense that much. Um, and he's a little stubborn in his in his play calling or in what he wants to do. Like the fact that Jordan Norwood, after whip, like muffing three punts, punt returns, the fact that he they still sent him out there was beyond me and it made me so mad and i was like why is jordan norwood still receiving puns put anyone back there we just know jordan jordan norwood you're whooping sign mitch unrein again for a one-day contract and get him out there and he can return punts over freaking jordan norwood i don't know it was atrocious i was really upset and it's just like there was a little bit of that with him but i think kubiak was a very is a player's coach everyone like all the players loved kubiak I think he did play a crucial role in the um, in the Super Bowl run. Uh, I think, yeah, the offense wasn't that good. Um, you definitely you could say it got worse when he got there. But as far as like keeping the team together and le- being the leader of that team, I believe that Gary Kubiak did a very good job in making decisions that just I don't know, like head coaching decisions that you need to make. So mm-hmm. I was a little bummed. Little not though, because I was like, you know what, it's time for a fresh start. Let's do it. Right. And I like him. I again, I I like him mainly because, and it might sound really stupid, but just because of the fan reaction is just out of this. Like people are so upset. Now, you know, a lot of people are going to be obviously a new head coach. You have to bring in a new coaching staff to mm-hmm. the team. There's a as you had brought up to me. There's some rumor that uh, Mike McCoy is a candidate to become offensive yes. coordinator. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to take Mike McCoy back? He does the power run offense. As the offensive coordinator. Yes, he does. Well, he's a power runner. He likes, he does not, he doesn't really use the zone blocking scheme, which is what Gary Kubiak does. Um, I would be okay with it because I'll tell you, I didn't like him that, I didn't like him as like a head coach. When they, when the Chargers signed him, I remember I told Brian or told you or someone, that like he's not going to make a good head coach just because I just don't think he has what it takes to be. And even Philip Rivers was kind of, if you want, Philip Rivers weighs in on like who that he thinks they need a head coach, and he was totally dishing some dirt towards McCoy, like definitely like saying like just go listen to it. And he was he, like it definitely was like oh like there's some shade. So I'm sure McCoy, but McCoy, I didn't think he was going to be a very good head coach. I like him more as an offensive coordinator. Right. As far as offensive mind, he's a little stingy. He's very. He doesn't like to. Uh, he he's very stubborn with his play calling. He doesn't uh, like to adjust. Kind of like Musgrave or whatever. I don't like the same thing. They just. But you would take you would take McCoy over Musgrave. Yes, only because I don't think I. The word is the quarterback coach had a lot more to do with that offense than than Musgrave did. And Musgrave Oakland. did. Yeah. Well, it must have. I mean, obviously to let him walk like that. Yeah. So um, that, that's another thing. You have a great offensive year, and then you just let him go. It's like no way. But another thing is Mike as Mike McCoy. The year we had Tebow, we went from Kyle Orton, which was a very pass-heavy offense. Which I give Mike McCoy credit. He got the most out of Tebow. Dude, I'm telling you, he wrote that rewrote the entire playbook to fit a college quarterback playing in the NFL. He did great. Incredible, okay? And then he adjusted um, to Peyton Manning the next year. Yeah, did really good. That And that year was really good as well. And, and I, I think, know. correct me if I'm wrong, but his final game with you guys, that was the, the Ravens playoff game, right? Yes. That was it. And then he came to San Diego. Yes. Yep. That was his final game. And I think we would have won that game if we weren't so conservative. Anyway, uh, I, I'd rather have McCoy out of those two. I'd rather have Mike McCoy just because if you – I mean, even Musgrave too, they're, they're both power run, you know. Right. You know, either one of those guys would be okay with me just because they're going to address the issues that are the offensive line. In, like at least – in. If you're bringing in guys that really want to do the power run, there's no way they're looking at that offensive, that offensive line, and there's no way they are. Are uh... <laughs> Coco came home. There's no way that you look at that, and it's kind of funny because Vance Joseph actually said he was like, "Oh, we have a group." He even said in the press conference, "We have a good offensive line," but like on his face, you can tell he he did not he not even he believed that. But anyway, what was I saying? My point was. Your point was about the offensive line. Yeah, they're going to focus heavy on that, which I think was the biggest problem. You think it was a quarterback issue? I think it was the offensive line. <laughs> Simeon couldn't do anything for the life of him. 
He had zero time. We had revolving doors on both sides of the, both sides of the freaking on both tackles, that tend to hold a lot. So we had a lot of penalties. I'm telling you, we had penalty after penalty after penalty. Watching those games, it was awful. So I'm okay with it with either one of those guys. And then if you go defensive coordinator, then if if it's not Wade, then who is it? Joe Woods. So that would just be promoting from within, right? Yeah. Or. I don't know. I, again, I'm only seeing Joe Woods because that's what a few people are saying that I'm like a Facebook page. And they're saying Joe Woods. Again, I don't know. At the end of the day, though, like, dude, we go right back to it then. Okay, we hired a defensive-minded coach. Cool. Like, I'm not too worried about what happens on that end. Of the, on that end. But from what I hear, people like Joe Woods. Okay, Broncos have reached. No, wait. Sorry. Joe Report from 24-7 Sports. Joe Woods to become Broncos defensive coordinator. Joe Woods. Yeah. Don't think I'm even familiar with the name. He's a defensive back coach. For the Broncos last year? Uh, That's a great question. Let's see. Joe Woods. Who is Joe Woods? Yes. He, so he's, he's just, promoted. So we're yeah. just promoting from within. Yep. That's what I thought they were doing. Which is good. Uh, defensive backs coach. Hello, we had the best secondary for the last two years. He knows the defense. Wade Phillips. I like him, but... And here's the thing. A lot of people want to acknowledge this, but Wade Phillips does have a history of his defenses starting out great and then kind of just fizzling away. Mm. It's a... I don't know what it is. I mean, that 2015 defense. Yeah, but then it just fizzles that was, away. That was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. And then it, it was... It was he, it was okay this year, but it was only fourth okay. And you you actually... You probably don't even... But I mean, the years... The Chargers... I mean, let's... 06, 07, 08. Some of our glory years. You know who our defensive coordinator was? Mm-hmm. Wade Phillips. That's right. That was our defensive coordinator. When we had, you know, Sean Merriman. He's Sean good. Phillips. All these... Uh, the lights out defense that we were... That was that was Wade Phillips' defense. Yeah, but and I will, our, our defense was not the same after we lost. Yeah, and we had some defense, decent coordinators come through. I mean, we had Ron Rivera, who's a decent coordinator. He came through there. Yeah, that's right. But it was never the same as it was with Wade Phillips. So the man Wade Maybe. Phillips, Wade we'll Phillips, see. Is, we'll is, see if he's it's a, a defensive minded. <laughs> you know what he is? He's a defensive minded North Turner. That yeah. is what he is. He's great as a coordinator. Horrible as a coach. But he's a lousy, lousy head, head coach. coach. Lousy head yes. coach. I, I, it's a little. It's a and little the sad. reason being is because you, you look, his personality it's very similar to Norv's. Yeah. So if he can work on one thing, then he's great. But you ask him to be a motivator, a mentor, a teacher. Yeah. He just those guys just do one thing good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I'll miss him because he was a funny guy too. He was hilarious. Like at, what is it, after they won the Super Bowl, he's like, "And we got to see Lady Lady Gaga." Or something. <laughs> yeah. He's a funny old guy, but uh, at, the, at the end of the day, I think Denver's going to be okay. All right, so we don't have a lot of time left, but I want to hear some. I want to hear some of your thoughts on the Chargers. Oh man, this I would say the San Diego Chargers, but they are now the Los Angeles the Los Chargers. Angeles Chargers. Matter, have you seen that logo? Absolutely hideous. Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, it looks. I mean, does it not? <laughs> my create, favorite meme. It looks like the Dodgers. Logo, yes, my it? favorite meme is is literally. It's like two people talking. It's just the text over the. It's like the picture, and then it's over the white, like the white. And then like somebody scribbled yeah, at the end or, of the L. Well, it's like here. I'll just show you. It's it's so funny. Um, NFL memes posted this. And it was, and they're they're unleashing, man. The internet is not being nice. Uh, where is it? Okay, this is the best one. Chargers. We need a new logo. Graphic designer. How much are you looking to spend? Chargers. About a dollar fifty. I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> That's really uh, good. There's another one in here. It says, "Can I copy your homework?" Yeah, just change it up a bit so it doesn't look like you copied. Okay. It, it looks. Shows, it looks exactly it the LA <laughs> Dodgers. <laughs> what was the other one? Okay, there is one more. Uh, it was Tampa Bay Light Lightning, which is I don't know if there's a team or something down. In Tampa yeah, they're the uh, yeah they're the hockey team. Okay, and it goes checks mentions, and it goes squints clears throat. For the record, us and the Dodgers do not have, or, or us and the Dodgers are just friends, because it looks like it looks like the Tampa Bay Lightning and the and the Los Angeles Dodgers got together, had a baby, and then this is the logo. And this is the logo. It is so bad. <laughs> Dude, it is so bad. No, I don't understand. Like, how are you sitting 
how do you how are you sitting in a in a room a graphic designer maybe a young guy maybe he's an older guy doesn't really matter and he goes and he gets this thing he's like all right we need you to design the new chargers logo los angeles chargers so he designs it and then he brings it to the he brings it to the boss and the boss goes okay i like it uh let me take it up upstairs and they actually the board so then you have like a board meeting and imagine a bunch of guys in a room uh let's see i need to find a specific um and it's crazy to think i mean you know the um yeah it's just it's just weird it's just weird thinking los angeles oh it's horrible Los they went Angeles from no Chargers. football teams to two football teams, and I'm kind of thinking in my mind, you know, it wouldn't even surprise me if they try to if they try to change the team name, eventually. Yeah, rename the team, you know, because I I think in reality now that I think that Dean has made <laughs> his decision know. to relocate, I think that might be the best decision for Dean. Is hey, yeah. if you need a fresh start, like just just go all the way, rename the team, whatever. Kind of like with the you know, because you remember the Ravens, they were originally the Cleveland Browns when the Cleveland Browns left for the first yeah. time. Yeah, that was Modell or whatever the owner's name was. He moved the team from Cleveland to Baltimore. And he's right. You know what? I backstabbed the entire city of Cleveland, so might as well get a fresh start. I'm going to yep. change the name. Do everything. Right. We're going to go all the way. I think the Chargers should do something similar. They're thinking about changing the logo, like or not the logo, but like the emblem and everything. I mean, what do you think's a cool team name, Lance? If you're, what would you change the team name to? The Sharks. The Sharks. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I think they. Oh no, it's that San Jose. I was like, I would say the Los Angeles. Oh, Los gosh. Angeles Avengers. Los Avengers. <laughs> Uh, the Renegades, the Tommy Guns, no, <laughs> the Outlaws, the Pumas, Pumas. <laughs> uh, man, what would you choose? The Shock instead of the Chargers, the Shock, the Shocks, the Los Angeles. No, shock. the Spokane Shocks or the <laughs> Arena Football. Um, oh, is that what it is? Spokane Shocks, yeah. Darn. Um, oh gosh, man. Think, let's think. Let's think about this, friend. That's a good question. What would you change it to? What would you change the team? What's name a to? What's a cool animal that is not is not taken? Yeah. I mean, obviously you have uh, you have the Bengals, lions. you have the Jaguars, the Lions. Well, I mean, and then if we think other sports, I mean, the New England Cheetahs, Cheetahs, <laughs> the Cheetahs. I'm just kidding. Um, you have the Jaguars. You have Bears. No, you said the lions, alligators, crocodiles, the gators. Okay. Uh, that the wouldn't gators make any sense. College, college team. Yeah, it wouldn't make any. Wouldn't sense make any sense. <laughs> no, I guess I guess that someone has to make. But it's almost as you know, like the California burritos. Like if you think about the L.A. Lakers, right? I mean, L.A. Lakers. Lakers, like, yeah. You're a Laker, like you're from L. But I, the team's originally from Minneapolis. So, you know, the Great Lakes, of yeah. Minneapolis, and that's why you're Lakers. But um, I don't know. It's yeah, a it's, a, it's a great conundrum. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, I'm yeah. gonna have to think about this. You know, and we'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so going back to my, going back to my thoughts. Um, so obviously, San Diego. You know, as long as I've grown up, as long as I can remember, I've always been a Charger yeah. fan. And so the reality, even now, to be honest, I, I didn't sleep a whole lot last night just because I was kind of, you know, kind of just debating and thinking about, you know. What really, what really happens, and, and where do I, where do I go from here mm-hmm. as a fan? Because you, you just, you feel a lot of emotions, you feel a lot of, uh, you feel a lot of things that um, you, you never thought the day would come. I guess is what I'm trying to say, and yeah. you get hit with that. And so what you have to wrestle with is, you know, where does my allegiance lie? Does it lie with the city? Does it lie with the team? And the reason why I tend to stick with the city is because this is where I've been born and raised. This is what, for better or for worse, everybody, San Diego is always the running joke of any kind of sports team, whatever we're playing. But you know what? This is my city. This is my town. And we ride or die until the very bitter end. And Dean Spanos, as far as I'm concerned, you were here for 56 years. And this city of San Diego was nothing but good to you. And you turned your back. You yeah. quit. You walked out. And I don't care when people, and he says that, you know, he was heartbroken and he had no other choice but to go to L.A. because there was no solution. No. He chose yep. to leave. It was greed. It was all money. He chose. It was all money. He chose to quit and to give up. And yeah. for that, you can't forgive him for that, you know? If I were you, I wouldn't be a Charger fan either. Definitely, it would be hard. Definitely not for right now. You know, I hope maybe one day, maybe one day if they come back, you know, I'm not going to, I'd probably be pretty you're, excited at that you're point. You're more than welcome to be a Bronco fan. We got a few Super Bowls. <laughs> Appreciate it, and buddy. I think a good future. You're farther ahead in the game than I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Alrighty, well, that is pretty much all we had to discuss today. Um, wonderful world of football and sports, mainly football, just football today, the NFL, and the, st- the current state of the NFL. And this offseason, I got to be honest, is super boring, not being in the playoffs for the first time in five years. And I don't know, it'd be nice to, it's nice that we're, it's kind of like a new start, but at the same time, we still got a lot of the same players. I think Denver's still totally in it. It's a new start. I tell you what, for me, when September rolls around, there's going to be no football games in San Diego. That's going to be weird. That is going to be sad. It's going to be very weird. Very sad. You're going to watch football? You know, I, I probably still will. I mean, like I said, you're gonna I'm play a fantasy. Fan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I definitely will play fantasy. Okay, there you go. So you will have to watch the Chargers at some point. At some point, yeah. <laughs> Root against them, but you know, we'll watch. Yeah. They can be the Stallions. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So, yeah. So thanks for tuning in. If you did tune in and listen to this entire like debacle, debacle, this us just talking about stupid things. And thank you if you made it this far. Thank you. Um. Yeah. Just doing this as I please. And again, this is for me. And today it's for Matt as well. We'll see whose predictions come true. We'll see whose predictions come true. This is Lance. And this is Matt. Saying, till next time.